What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Glad You're Here on HappyProductions.Live. Taylor Toomey has left the building. He has driven home to go be with his family. He uh, he said they were more important than me, and I, I get it. That's fair. I understand. But we have Claire Doyle here, the one, the only Claire Doyle. Claire, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. Oh, Thank I'm ha- you for having me. Yeah, I'm happy to have you here. This is uh, the Taekwondo studio, as you saw. And uh, yeah, no black belts have been given out yet. No one, no one has learned taekwondo in here. We'll see what we can do tonight. We'll see. <laughs> I, we may have some hidden skills we don't know about. That's a good point. We might, we might <laughs> figure it out. Uh, well, Claire, you have been, uh, you have been quite the, quite the rising star around town. <laughs> uh, I, well, I, I, I say that kind of facetiously, but I don't mean it that way. Like you've, you've been making a splash, making some awesome music, playing some cool gigs, and it's cool to have you here. And I'm excited to learn about them and the music you're putting out. Out and all this good stuff. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Well, that's a. Um, I appreciate that. That's yeah. been a um, a ride. The past I started playing about a year ago, a little over a year ago, and it's been um, busy and fun and uh, just baptism by fire really <laughs> yep that that's uh that's the only way to learn though yeah <laughs> you know you, you can't you can't really read books about how to do music no indeed yeah i no, mean indeed. I don't know. When I was when I was younger, I used to read like rock and roll autobiographies. Those are my favorite genre of book. Like mm-hmm. I read the Johnny Cash autobiography, yeah. the Anthony Kiedis, the Dylan one, yeah. right? And then you think you understand it, and then you start playing, and you're like, it's nothing like what these guys talk about. Right. <laughs> it's just <laughs> nothing like this at all. Uh, so it's it, first off, like I'm just glad you're doing it because the world's a better place for the more people making great art like you agreed, are. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for that. I got a chance to catch your show with Shug E. I think it was two weeks ago now and yeah, like a time's a blur but yeah time, that sounds about right time is a blur it was like two two weeks ago you uh you played anywhere else since then or was that the the last gig of april no that was the last gig of april um and the calendar gets so it's swirling in my brain now but yeah, yeah i think that was that was it for april and i've got a couple weeks off um until my next my next gigs a little breather oh, good for you good yeah. for you get get a little break because uh you know the, the life life gets hectic but one of the things i wanted to talk to you about is is you have a new single coming out. That's going to be hectic. <laughs> <laughs> it already is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell me tell me about it. What are you, what's going on? What are you putting out? Yeah, well, one of the reasons I'm so glad to have a breather from shows for a couple of weeks is because um I yeah, I have a single come my first ever single coming awesome. out on May 19th. And um they don't warn you. They don't tell you how much work it is <laughs> no. to get a single out, even just one. Yep. Um so the next couple of weeks I'm working hard to to promote that and get all the ducks in a row to get it out. Um but the single is um Devices. It's called Devices. Um, one of the first few songs that I wrote when I started <clears throat> writing again. Um, and I started recording it last, over a year ago. Um, I started recording a group of songs um, and have been working on them slowly but surely ever since. Um, I've got three singles that are almost ready to release, and this is going to be the first of them. Hell yeah. Yeah. Very, very nice. So... You said writing again. Mm. You took a little breather from from writing for a little while. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it happened. Yeah. It happened big time. Um, I yeah. I mean, it was more it was barely a break because I I hardly even started. Um, you know, I started playing music. I um, I grew up playing with music with my dad. I had been singing my whole life. Oh, cool. And he was my accompanist. We would always sing and play together. But he was my guitarist. And I went to college and 
moved to college and lost my guitarist. Didn't have anyone to accompany me. So I um, actually, I think I borrowed his telly and took it to my dorm room. That was very kind of him, very (laughs) trusting. Um, And taught myself to play guitar. And that was, I immediately kind of jumped into into songwriting, but wrote (laughs) wrote three songs. uh, Three songs. And then um, took... very much dreamed of like pursuing music um but just because of some you know personal self-doubt and yeah yeah yeah, life happened and um I kind of quit I I resigned myself to singing in the living room for the next 10 years just about um and I think this happened I've so I've heard um in talking to people that I think this happened a lot where during the pandemic I don't know. We had a lot of time to reflect. I certainly did. Um, And I um, started playing again and started writing again. So, yes. So, the the, um, group of devices is one of the songs that I've written since um, I started writing again about two years ago. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's awesome. That is the silver lining of the pandemic, really, Mm -hmm. is all of the art that uh, got created that maybe wouldn't have because of the second to pause that we were forced to, yeah. you know? So thank God that that happened for, for that reason, for that, because devices maybe wouldn't be coming out. That's if, true. Yeah, know? yeah. Who knows? It's strange to think what would have, yeah. if I had just kind of kept kept rolling um, at a million miles an hour down the track I was on. D- just just working hard, barreling, barreling yeah, ahead, yeah. making making corporations money, right? That's the name of the you game. Know, We've all, we all do it. Doing it for the man. Doing it for the man, but... <laughs> so, so you had you had like this this self doubt and just kind of felt like oh maybe this isn't for me like it's a it's a whole thing to make music, uh, and now you're just just making it for for the love of it still still like doing the day job and you don't you don't show any self doubt on stage like it's <laughs> a confidence comes through yeah you, you I mean yeah you come across very confident so it's cool it's cool to see I'm excited to hear the new single did you play devices at the at the hook and ladder gig I did yeah okay. it's a it's a I only have I have um actually not even written enough songs to fill a set so every set I play that's everything I've got <laughs> they're all in there they all make the cut every time nice there is yeah. nothing nothing wrong with that so <laughs> That, I think you did like a forty-five minute set, though, right? It was a little shorter one. Yeah, really? we were yeah. running behind, so I cut okay. it. I cut a few out, but they okay. were they were covers. Yeah, well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> so you got a solid set together, playing around town. Uh, we started playing out like a year ago. You said. Yeah, a little over a year ago. It was February or March of last year. Okay, cool. So, so what was kind of the journey from like from pandemic starting to write again to getting out and playing to recording? Like, how, what was the story there? What happened? Yeah, well, to be honest with you, I met um, so someone I was dating during the pandemic who is a musician and who um, was basically, you know, we got to know each other and started playing music, a little music together, and. Um, he essentially told me like you can't not play music Um, and and was one of the first not the first people but certainly the loudest voices saying like you belong here you are supposed to be doing this nice Um, and you're you're in the club you get to do this (laughs) you're in the club yeah Yeah. Um, so it was that that was kind of what spurred it Um, and so I started started writing a little bit um, little by little and wasn't um Necessarily, actually, wasn't going to play the first couple of shows that I had booked last year. Yeah. Um, and by his 
um, encouragement ended up doing them. Um, and the first show, I think it was at Sociable um, Ciderworks in yeah. Minneapolis. Um, I mean, I was so, I was shaking so hard. I could barely hold the chords down, hold the, hold the strings down on my guitar. Yep. Um, and that was the, tr- that was the case for the first couple of shows there. Um, and, uh, but I got, got busy and started playing more and more and it got more comfortable and I felt more like myself, frankly, yeah. and more, um, more, uh, just comfortable overall and more confident for sure. Um, and each one of those experiences is definitely like a, an opportunity to, I still have that voice. I mean, that voice that essentially shut me down for 10 years yeah. is unfortunately still with us today. <laughs> um, but that's, and that's kind of a, you know, it's a daily thing, but, um, the more I play, the more I write, the more I get into, um, kind of that, the right headspace and shift back into that, um, that place where the music is joy and it's, yes. it's connection and it's, um, magic and goofy and funny and, um, sensual and all of these wonderful things instead of being, you know, competitive and, um, self-doubt and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so the more I shift in that, that, that headspace, the more comfortable I get and the oh. easier it gets. And, and the easier it gets and the better songs you get to create. Yeah, too, totally. Because yeah. you don't have to fight with that, that negative self-talk as you sit down to write it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. broke a lot of artists before they became artists. A hundred percent. Yeah. It'll stop you in your tracks. Yeah. For it, sure. It really will. So yeah, thank Oh, that's so, it's so good that you got past that and over it. And I, I know what you mean about it still being there. Like every day is a fight. It's kind mm-hmm. of, it's kind of like grief in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Like grief doesn't just go away one day. It just becomes quieter and quieter and quieter and quieter and quieter as you kind of move through life and things move on. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not trying to sound like some deep philosopher guy because I'm not that smart. But what I'm <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying trying to get at is like, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you're you're making these songs and writing them. So how how many songs have you written in that time period? Uh, yeah, since you came back from writing, how many have you written that are like making it into the world? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've only <laughs> I've only written I've probably finished. 10 total. Nice. Um, and because that's, <laughs> so I, they, most of them usually make it into the, into the set. Um, and some of them now I've been playing for two years straight and it's like, I, I got to get some new material. <laughs> you got to, cu- got to cut these, got these songs and right. get them out. Well, and you change. Yeah, totally. And, and it's, it's strange to still be playing songs that haven't been, that haven't been out. Um, uh, yeah. and they're, I have to remind myself they're fresh to other people. They're not fresh to me anymore. For sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've finished about 10. I try to, you know, I'm trying to get better about writing consistently. Um, but it's tough. It's a, as you know, yeah. it's a, um, like the last thing on the to-do list and always gets, it's the easiest thing to push off. And, yep. um, and I think I shut off that like part of my head, my brain for a long time. Yeah. Um, so it's like turning that, that artist brain back on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a muscle, right? And like mm-hmm. you, you got to use, and the, there's, you ever listen to the Joe Pug podcast? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. The working songwriter, like that way he opens it up. Like this is the best excuse every writer wants <laughs> to put off actually writing. Yeah, right, totally. <laughs> nails it. Yep, oh, yeah. 
but what's what's your process? How do you how do you write the songs? And I don't I don't mean like there's a stereotypical question of like what comes first, the music or the lyrics? Mm-hmm. Like, do you go through the world and like record something into your voice memo? Like you see see a bird flying, or like you know you collect these ideas and then go back and write them. Uh, I know you said you're trying to kind of write more consistently, but kind of what's your what's your ideal process for writing songs? Yeah, well, it's been different for almost every song. Cool. So I'm still kind of figuring out what my they've all sort of come about in different ways. Yeah. Um, and and they've all the ones most of the ones that I've written so far have come about w- not intentionally. I didn't sit down on a Tuesday afternoon and be like, I'm going to write devices today. Yep. Um, it was you know it was kind of a heat of the moment thing. Had some shit to word vomit out onto a page or, or sing out. Um, so I'm I'm still kind of figuring out what my more consistent uh, process is. But generally, I mean, I try to sit down and just get my pen moving. The hardest thing for me is lyrics. Um, Melodies come very easily for me. Um, I like to, it's easy for me to just start screwing around with a chord progression and, um, and build something out of it. But then I start humming a melody and I've got nothing to say. I've got no (laughs) words to go with it. Um, And I think, you know, I try and write, I'm finding that I have a really specific concept in mind mm-hmm. often um, and I think that's something that comes more frequently than imagery like I don't um, not necessarily like seeing things outside and thinking of a line Yeah, um, it's more of these concepts but they're very hard to I find them hard to articulate and so I'll sit there in front of a blank page for way longer than I care to admit trying to get the right words or, or really nail the, the message Yeah, um, but generally I'll try and if I do get stuck, I just um, I word vomit. I try and write everything I can think of, um, and brain you know brainstorm word web, um, all kinds of different tricks. Just anything I can do to keep keep my pen moving, keep writing. Yeah, and just keep keep pushing through. It's so interesting to me that lyrics are one of the hardest things for you, and this is going to. Uh, let me finish my thought before you you're like this guy's an asshole. Uh no, it's it's interesting to me that lyrics are hard for you because you have such wonderful lyrics and I feel like that might be almost like an overcorrection. So like hmm. you're like these are a hard thing that I have to work really hard on so you work really hard on them and then you get really good results, <laughs> right? And I'm, and that's not to say that the because the melodies are great too. Like I left that show at the Hook and Ladder singing like humming your melodies in my <laughs> head. But like I remember at the show I was like, man, these lyrics are incredible. So it it kind of makes sense that that's one of the more difficult things because you're putting so much extra work into it to get it just right. You know, and it yeah. shows. The work definitely shows. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good thing to have. Um, and I know what you mean about like writing concepts too. I I had one this morning. So you know, did you see the Northern Lights last night? No, I didn't. I didn't either. Uh, <laughs> but uh, a lot of people did. They were out apparently. And me and my fiance, we were we were in bed and we we're like, should we go out? And we decided ultimately not to. But it's one of those things been on both of our bucket lists, right? Mm-hmm. And she was going to go to sleep, and I was like, "Man, 
I could not think of a bigger jerk move than like the guy or the girl or whoever, like being with someone, both of you have this thing on your bucket list and you're like, I'm going to go do it by myself and not even tell you I'm doing it. I'm just going to go look at the <laughs> Northern Lights. Like I'm not waking you up. I know they're here. I'm just going to go do it. So I was like, there's a song there like about just like having a bad relationship. I'm going to go look at the Northern Lights alone because it's better than being with you or something like right. that. You know, yeah, like, yeah. not that line. That's a terrible line, but the, like, it's the starting point point that you got to start somewhere you start somewhere and then you make your brain web and then mm-hmm. you you figure out what's gonna you fill in the gaps from there right right yeah. that's that's kind of the idea of like a concept that you that you work with yeah uh, yeah generally take going to northern lights because you hate a significant other <laughs> right yeah. yeah it's a spite viewing spite, spite viewing yeah. yeah exactly uh well claire i uh, i made you bring that guitar with you and we've been talking about your songs and your songwriting for so long do you want to play a song for the people can i can i talk you into that yeah absolutely yeah? awesome i would be happy to too. Sweet. What do uh, What do you want to play for them? Um, well, we were just talking about devices. Yeah. This new release of mine, um, and so I think that's probably what I'll play for you. That sounds awesome. Devices coming out May nineteenth. Claire, the floor is yours. Take it away. All right. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Um. I. Uh, I guess I'll just uh, give a little blurb about the song. Go for it. Um, which I've been trying to condense. I'm trying to get all my materials ready for, for all the different releases. And so um, I've been trying to think about what, what exactly this song is about or how to how to describe it. On stage, I usually say it's uh, a love song dedicated to unhealthy coping mechanisms. Um, so that's what I'll go with, I guess. <laughs> I love it. A love song dedicated to unhealthy coping mechanisms by Claire Doyle. <laughs> I'm as far away as I can get From the man on the other side Of this queen-size bed He'd pull me close if I'd let him But I pull the sheets between us Instead Gotta fill the space somehow And it'll have to do for now Little trick for when I'm down But I wish that it was you I'm as high
That's a kick-ass song. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank thank you for making it and releasing it on May 19th so we can enjoy it. Uh, what was the what was the impetus for that one? I know you said it's a, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a love song, but uh, what what was the theme that popped in your head before you created that one? You know what I mean? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, this one's a little gnarly. It's a, um, it, you know, I, I guess it's based around, it's in the kind of, takes place in the context of a relationship right it's yeah. sort of like uh i miss you know wanting somebody back um i've, I've also introduced it as like a song about the world's worst rebound um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but w it came from um it came from a real life experience combined with um a flashback of you know i was <laughs> um dealt with like alcohol and drug overuse and self-medicating for years and years and years been there yeah um <laughs> and that it was honestly um that kind of headspace that i was in reminded me a lot of like trying to get a fix trying mm. to fill the hole trying to um like numb out or tap out or just this sort of chaos and desperation of um what it feels like to be in an addiction yeah um, and that's kind of, that's, I guess, what sprung forth from that. Man. Yeah. That's, that's so cool how, how it ends up. It, it could be interpreted in multiple different ways, mm -hmm. right? Despite it coming from that very specific thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I dig that. That's, that's a killer song coming out on May 19th. That's called The Vices by, by Claire Doyle. Uh, Claire, we got to take a second and uh, thank some sponsors, but we'll be right back in like a minute or two. Uh, yeah. Sounds good. All right. All right. You know, I'm glad you're here in happyproductions.live. We'll be right back after this. Glad you're here. Benjamin Franklin Plumbing of North Metro is your full-service plumber, proudly serving your neighborhood. Now that it's spring, it's time to make sure your sump pump is working and will keep your basement dry during the rain. We're offering free sump pump inspections, no service fee. It's also time to turn on your outside faucets after the long winter. Don't know how? Give us a call, 651-277-1111, or go online at mybenfranklinplumbing.com. Now offering a $59 discount on all plumbing services for radio listeners, mybenfranklinplumbing.com. Northridge Winery presents an Americana Mother's Day wine tasting and brunch featuring old-time musicians Rena and AJ, founding members of the band Steam Machine, and coming all the way from Akron, Ohio to hand down stories and music through folk and blues, Americana musician Ben Gage. I'm gonna walk downtown, walk it on. Seating for this very special and memorable Mother's Day experience is extremely limited, so go to Northridge Winery to reserve your seats today or stop by in person for a little pre-sampling satisfaction. NorthridgeWinery.com Gonna walk 
downtown My luck it hit it south So I'm gonna walk, 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 walk Grab yourself a beverage and tune in to Happy Productions Live every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock for the Happy Trucker Show. Drink up, drink up, and order again. Happy Productions. We go where you go. Welcome back to Glad You're Here on Happy Productions Live. I told you all that would be quick. We're back with Claire Doyle. Claire, how how you doing? You feel refreshed after the break? I really do. Yeah, I had a nice sip of this uh, Brooklyn Brewery NA Shout out selection. to Brooklyn Brewery Non-Alcoholic Special Effects IPA. It's pretty good. It's not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were talking. We were talking off air about uh, NA beer a little bit, and uh, I also so cheers to uh, to, to sobriety. Cheers. Right? Hell to yeah. All the things. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on your milestone. You recently. you as well. Congratulations. And so we were kind of talking about NA beer. And how when it's bad, it's bad. It's right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And and we're it's awesome that there's more selection at places where you can get good NA beer uh and not have to have uh, let's just go into this for a second. Are you do you hate when you go in, you're I'm like, in. what any what any drinks do you have? And they're like, Well, we have Coke, Diet Coke, water, With Sprite, Sprite and Or duels. Or duels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right. Uh <laughs> no. I would like anything that makes me feel like an adult. Right. And yeah. Yeah, oh, there is there is nothing worse than that moment. I had, I, I had a moment in Chicago. Oh, this is a funny story, and then we'll we'll get to Claire real quick because <laughs> everyone wants me to shut up. Uh, but in, me and my fiance were in Chicago, and I called the Green Mill. I'll call them out by name. It was the Green the Green <laughs> Mill in Chicago, like their original one. That's like a jazz club. And we're like, oh, that'll be fun to go hang out for the night. So I called ahead and I was like, what do you guys have for uh, for non alcoholic drinks? And they're like, well, we, I mean. We we can do like a mock. Well, we're not a mocktail bar. We're a bar, okay? So we have regular drinks. And I was like, all right, well, I just won't give you five dollars then. Like, right, <laughs> let's yeah. just skip it, man. I, spots like that, they're missing out on big money. They I will really drop. Are. I will drop all kinds of money on NA beverages um, if they're available. A hundred percent. I'll spend exactly what I would have when I was drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, those, those savings, that's where our money is That is where savings our... that we can't find. <laughs> that's so the true. Theoretical they, oh, they get stash us... from not spending oh, in a liquor store. They get us coming and going, don't they? Yeah. Right, yeah. You finally quit and then you just spend it on NA drinks. <laughs> uh, well, Anyway, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're you're clear and sober to make to make these wonderful songs. And like we said, Devices comes out May 19th. And then, do you have do you have a release schedule for the other songs that you wanted to put out to, or just kind of waiting to decide the dates on those? Waiting to decide the dates, yeah. mostly because I learned the I learned my lesson with this uh, release that I need to leave myself more time than I think I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, they'll, it'll be over the summer. Cool. Nice. Um, but the dates are TBD. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see how quickly I can get the everything put together yeah well take your time but they are they are mostly recorded you said right yeah they're yeah. done they are um uh we got one mastered one mixed and one almost mixed beautiful <laughs> getting there yeah all right so only one to go as far as mixing goes yeah and then we got we got some claire doyle coming coming your way excuse me so the singles are coming out over the the next few months or so and then uh, what's the what's the game plan? What's the plan after that? I know. I'm <laughs> uh, well, you know, I feel like I just got out of the studio and into the the 
you know, mixing and, and mastering process. But um, as soon as these are out, I mean, it just doesn't stop. As soon as these are out, <laughs> the plan is go back into the studio. Nice. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, I have been trying to plan out better and look out further. Um, but I've, so far, just I'm like laying track in front of a moving train. Yeah. Um, so more, you know, more shows. I'm trying to, I'm playing consistently. Playing more full band shows, um, which is awesome. That's a lot of fun. I started out doing almost exclusively exclu- uh, acoustic shows yep. last year, so getting the, the band together has been really fun. So more um, more full band shows, more recording. Fun. Where where are you playing at? You got what do you got coming up? Yeah. So my next show is May twentieth. Right um, after the single release. Right after the single release. How about that? Um, perfect timing. Of course, didn't you know plan it that well, way? We're gonna give you credit. You did plan you. it yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I shouldn't show my cards like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> May May twentieth at the Terminal Bar in Minneapolis with Michael Gay. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Nice. I know. Yeah, I'm really excited. He's fabulous. Oh yeah, he's, he's fabulous, and we haven't played together before, so fun. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he's wonderful. He's got a, a very tight little ensemble. Nice. And you doing a full band show? That's a duo show. Oh, cool. What's yeah. the other instrument? Uh, lead guitar. Nice. I've got uh, Mr. Dan Lowinger on lead guitar. That'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, right. it'll be a good time. Yeah. So what uh, what type of sound are we in for on these on these records? I know you said they're a, they're a full band, but what were you? Let me let me ask you this: Did you did you kind of go? Here's the song, everybody, like uh, do your thing to it, or did you have like ideas in mind where you're like, here's a lead guitar lick that I hear. Can you play something here? How did you kind of go about the process of recording? Yeah, well, it was a very it was my first time recording, so it was a real hot mess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Those can be the best. Those can yeah. be the best. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. You know, I honestly wasn't even sure what I wanted to hear <clears throat> or what was possible. Um, and frankly, went into the studio kind of expecting just to get some nice polished acoustic demos. Yeah. I just wanted something to put on Bandcamp, and then it kind of grew and grew and grew. Um, so the sound is um, uh, the sound is shaped more by um, the players than by me on these because um, they're fantastic musicians and they. Um, had a lot to offer to the songs, and I was ready to roll with it. They sounded they cool. sounded great in the parts that they that they came up with. Awesome. There's there's nothing better than musicians you can just trust. You can just put oh. your faith in them, and just they take it away, and it's it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That is that is awesome. And uh, yeah, like I said, May nineteenth, devices is coming out now. When I when I saw you at the Hook and Ladder, I uh, I made a request for when you come on the show. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was one of your songs that just—I yeah. mean, they they all blew me away. But there was one of them that blew me away, and I still think about it because it was mm-hmm. it was like my niece's birthday a couple weeks ago, and I, I don't <laughs> want to give away the song, but like I'm gonna think about that every time I go to my niece's birthday now. You yeah, know? yeah, totally. Yeah, so it comes back to uh, to let the thing. I was saying about your lyrics, like they stick with you. Oh, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, which which leads me to the there there was a, there is a question in there. I promise it's not just <laughs> me rambling. Uh, which leads me to a question: like who who are you influenced by? I mean, both lyrically and and musically as a whole. You know. Yeah. Um, well, I think probably one uh, one of my biggest songwriting um, influences is Jason Isbell. Mm, yeah. Um, he is, I study his songs. Um, he's a master. Um, and I, I, so I definitely try and emulate him and, um, 
I think lyrically in particular, that's that's something that I try and emulate. Um, but I, I draw from a lot of different influences, and I think my I've found a little conflict in my writing where the lyrics that I tend to write, or the the things that I I guess ideas that I tend to write about, don't often feel like they fit well with the type of singing that I like to do. Interesting. Um, so I'm trying to I'm trying to finesse that a little bit. I'm trying to to nail down exactly kind of where my sweet spot is in those places. But um, yeah, I think uh, Jason Isbell is a huge one. Rustin Kelly uh, nice. is yeah. um, just love him, love his stuff. New album, yay nay. Yay, so yay. far, yay. I, yeah, I love that Michael Keaton song. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. That song is great. Oh, yeah, it's an, that's an earworm, totally. Yeah. The weakness is hard to... The weakness uh, is, you know, is great. Hard to argue with. Yeah. Um, but then again, his... Uh, it's um, Dying Star is, like, yep. very hard to top. Yep. And I hate to do that to another artist to, like, say... But, you know... No, I that one really got me, and so that's gonna that's gonna hold a special place for a long time. There, there's that happens with artists, I think, and and like mine with Jason Isbell is southeastern too, mm. uh, and like Dying Star with Russ and Kelly. I uh, when when I first heard that one, like I was recently like discovering I had anxiety and having panic attacks, so like that one will always have a special place. Yep. Was like scream that one in your car, you feel a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. Well, and he nails it. He I mean, nails he nails it. the he exact nails feelings. It. That whole spectrum of feelings around yeah. those experiences it hits a nail on the head. It's so it's so perfect. And so like there are some some artists where you just get attached to an album. You mm-hmm. it'll always be the one. Funny, funny story, Jason Isbell, I met him briefly. He probably remembers me. We were, we were friends. Right, right. Uh, uh, but he was he was outside of the Basilica, like, smoking a cigarette before his set. <laughs> and I it was, like, on the street. So I was walking to go to the show, and I saw him. And he had just released uh, the 20, something more than free. Mm-hmm. And I came up to him, and I was like, man, I, uh, I didn't know how you were going to top Southeastern. And you could tell he was like top like i'm just making art dude. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know but i didn't know what to say and i was like well you did a good job <laughs> like just this awkward fanboy moment uh, and then like shook his hand and walked away but it's it's just kind of one of those things where like you said you get attached to a record by an artist and uh you know uh pretty top tier influences i uh it's pretty good it- <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i have i'm sure there are more every i'm sure everything that i've everything we ever listened to somehow makes its way in but yep. but especially with songwriting those are the two that I that I think are frequently in um that I reference a lot honestly yeah it 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 tracks because you're you're packing a lot of emotion into your songs and those are both very emotional songwriters yeah <laughs> right yeah. right yeah yeah you're you're knocking you're knocking it out of the park claire well would you would you be willing to uh, to play another song for us to give give the people another one? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? All absolutely. right, absolutely. Um, I know you made you made the request, so I've got to I've got to hold up my end of the bargain. You don't have to. You can you can tell me to go fuck off. It's not. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I mean I like this one. Um, I like it a lot. It's a um, and it was a <laughs> this one I wrote. Um, I started writing a year before I ended up finishing it. So I ended up finishing it maybe. Um, six months ago or a little <clears throat> a little longer um, but it was just sitting there for the longest time this really sad like really um, downer I think it was just verses that I had oh yeah um, and I was trying to f- and, and which is fine like that's where I was at it was I was I started writing it trying to like 
just get out how, you know, intense I was feeling and lost and all that fun stuff. Um, but then, and actually ended up when I did finish it, it was by writing the chorus and ended up referencing, um, uh, Jason Isbell, if it takes a lifetime. Oh, um, I didn't catch that at the show. Yeah. Well, so there's not an actual reference in the song. Okay. But when I was writing it, I was thinking, I came back to it and was like, there's gotta be a way to make this not, um, quite so (laughs) (laughs) miserable. (laughs) Um, and Jason Isbell in that, in, um, if it takes a lifetime, like he's talking about some pretty bleak, uh, some yeah. bleak experiences, but manages to present it in a way that's not, um, that's hopeful kind mm-hmm. of, and, and a little more upbeat. So I didn't, I mean, I did not hit the Jason Isbell mark, but you know, you aim and then. Yeah, exactly. I, wherever I, you land is going to be a little bit better than wherever you would have you, been before. If if you didn't hit it, you landed pretty damn close. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is, uh, this is called showing up. Take it away. We're not saving any lives here. Building better homes and gardens for the These windows could be cleaner, but when they're in town, they don't take in the view. These days I go by good enough. They're not handing out awards for getting through, but I'm. Getting good at showing up And smiling When I need to There's gotta be a better way Than tooth and nail Every day There's gotta be a better way Than fading into the night I hold my own Okay. 
Just as good as second time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's is that gonna be one of the ones you're releasing this summer? It's not. You know, oh. I have not recorded that one yet. Oh, okay. Well, if it's if it's okay with you, we'll uh, we'll talk about this more off air. But uh, I might steal the recording that I just got here and use it <laughs> here. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about that more later. But God, that that song is incredible, and your your lyrical, I mean. Uh, abilities really, really shine through on that one, and and on devices too. Thank you. I just love the, I love the story and the specific scenes of that mm-hmm. one, right? And it's so this, there's universe. What's that phrase? Uh, I'll butcher it. It's like universality and the specificity, or something like that. You know yeah, what I'm the, about? the specific is universal, or the the more yeah. specific you are, the more yeah, the accessible it is. Exactly, yeah. and that one, that one knocks that out of the park, well, right? Thank you. Yeah, thank so, you. Uh, not to not to go all all fanboy over you on it, but I just I, that's why I requested that song. Yeah, that. no, <laughs> I, I really awesome. appreciate that. Yeah. It's nice too. It's um, so some of the other ones get uh are more um frequent recipients of great good feedback. Oh, really? Um, they're just more you know some yeah. of them are more fun or they're you know they're belters or whatever. Yeah. Um, that one's a little bit more well. Darker and a little quieter. It is. It is a little quiet. It is quieter, and it was. It was cool to watch you just, you know, shut that room up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like the the power of an of an awesome song that just you hear the pin drop in a crowded room, and it's kind of it's kind of cool to watch happen. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure pressure, or anything like that. (laughs) Like why it's so silent in here up here? (laughs) Can't you guys chat a little bit? Like yeah, right. Little white noise in the background wouldn't be terrible right now. No, I I get it. So uh, you've got you've got the gig coming up on May twentieth at Terminal Bar with Michael Gay. Uh, where can people find you right now and follow you in all the places to make sure they hear this music when it comes out? Yeah, totally. So um, I'm most active on Instagram. Um, my handle is Claire Doyle Music. Um, I also have a Facebook page, um, and I've got a website. Hey, there you go. Yeah, very nice. pro. Yeah. Um, so ClaireDoyle.com. Um, so those are the spots that I'm announcing the releases and um, keeping folks up to date with shows and other fun stuff like that. Sweet. The occasional dog picture. I don't have a dog, but, you know. Oh, but I, if you see one, you got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Do you have an emailing list on the website? You know, I don't. No, okay. I've heard that's a good idea. It's 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 a thing people do, but yeah. you got you got Instagram. Um, there are a lot of artists that don't have websites these days, so... 
what do I what do I know? Like yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other places to be. So. Yeah, exactly. There's there's all sorts of different options. So Claire Doyle music on Instagram. That is C L A R E D O Y L E. If you're like me and have trouble spelling things, uh, <laughs> Claire Doyle music on Instagram, ClaireDoyle.com, and then uh, I'm guessing Claire Doyle music on Facebook as well. Just that is correct. Yeah, sweet. You can find all the things. Make sure you follow her so you are up to date on upcoming shows as these singles release because you're not going to want to miss them. Um, and then really one of those things that you're going to want to catch Claire at these uh, this is going to feel weird because you're right there but you're going to want to catch Claire at these smaller venues while you can because like it's <laughs> it's one of those things where you kind of watch somebody kind of bubble you know what I mean and you're right there it's cool so as these songs come out it's it's going to get harder and harder to catch her so catch her while you can that is very kind of you to say thank you yeah no I uh, I, I mean it and it's it's just true. It's just, it's just <laughs> what it is. So make sure that you you come out to the shows and do all the things. And when that single comes out, uh, will they be able to buy it on your website or Bandcamp or anything like that? Yes, that's my understanding. Nice. I'm still still figuring out the still becoming uh, literate oh. uh, <laughs> in the music release world. Um, but yes, yeah, stream it, buy it. Sweet. Get it tattooed on your. There you go. Yeah, you need it tattooed. <laughs> Get um, devices. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Any uh, any? Do you have any merch for sale right now? Any shirts or anything? Not yet. Okay. But I've got a couple of good lines that Ooh. I'm hoping to to turn into some fun merch. So nice. that's that's in the in the cooker. There you go. All the more reason. I love. Uh, do you like American Aquarium at all? I do a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, like he's really good about making merch out of his lyric lines. Mm. Uh, like sad songs make me happy. He has that. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> totally. It's like that's a great shirt. And there's something cool about like not knowing it's a band shirt, right? Right. Yeah. There's something something about that. So I I could I could definitely see that on uh, on some Claire Doyle merchandise too. Oh. Well, Claire, this has been an absolute pleasure. You're not going to believe this, but we're we're coming up on like the the end of our hour together. Wow, yeah, right, yeah, it, it does fly. You you I, you nailed it. You I, told me. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad it doesn't drag on too much, and it's not like, will this guy ever shut no. the hell up? <laughs> uh, but no, I just I just can't thank you enough for for coming up here. Uh, and I was thinking we could uh, we could play a song to kind of kind of play you out. So wh- what do you think about like a Jason Isbell song to it. kind of wrap? things up for the show yeah absolutely do you have any requests and we can do trucker stuff too like if you want something from the truckers oh yeah so Mm. you've got you've got the door opened that's tough you know what i've been um uh oh man this is tough i'm i'm i got too many song titles i know or rust and kelly like either one we can do um let's go with um, Rust and Kelly. Oh, there you go. That All right. sounds like a good one. Not Blackout, but what is the other one that I'm thinking of? Uh, Big Brown Bus. No, I don't think that's the one. But same record? You look at Thinking of Dying Star? Thinking of Dying Star. All right. I'm pulling it up here real quick. Um, um, oh. Is that... Am I on the wrong I'm record? The son of a no, that's a different song. Uh, cover my tracks. Ka-na-na. No, that's we're getting warmer though. We're uh, we've knocked out process knocked out of elimination. I, I'm just gonna keep reading the titles. Yeah, go uh, for it. Mockingbird, <laughs> Paratroopers, Battle Cry, 
Face plant, blackout, big brown bus. Face plant is the one. Face plant is the one. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll play some face plant by uh, by Rust and Kelly. He's are you coming? Are you going to see him next week? No, I oh. am out of town for work, and oh, I'm so bummed. Oh no, that's yeah. oh. I would be there if I was in the state next week. That's where I would be. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a a good one. Have you seen him before? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, I got to catch him at Amsterdam. Oh, cool! Um, maybe a year or so ago. Nice. And now he's in the main room. I know. He's, he's this blowing is, up. This is one of those one of those scenarios of like you gotta catch him when they come through in these rooms. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you caught him at Amsterdam, so I can say this without making you feel bad because like yeah. the next time around, it just gets bigger, and then the next one's bigger, and then the next totally. one's bigger. Like I remember Jason Isbell after Southeastern, he sold out the main room at First Ave. And the next time he was at the palace, and the next yeah. time he was at like uh, the, armory. the armory. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it just exponentially goes up with as every as big as they get. Yeah, Ex- exactly. It's it's cool to watch. It's uh, you know, it's that classic feeling of like watching a uh, a good a good band blow up, but you're a little bit like. I wish that not everyone knew him still. Right, yeah. You know, like, I want to ha- be one of only 30 people in this show. Exactly. It's it's not, I don't know how to describe it without sounding like an absolute hipster. <laughs> but like, y- yes, no, I'm glad Russ and Kelly is making more money and selling more tickets and playing better shows. Love that for him. Uh, I also would love to see him at 7th Street Entry. Like, those aren't mutually exclusive. Oh, no, me big too. Money. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna play Face Plant by Rustin Kelly. Claire Doyle, thank you so much for coming up. This has been an absolute pleasure. Grant, likewise. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. My my pleasure. And uh, we will be. Please send uh, devices as soon as it's out, so we can start giving up some love on the air. You got it. And uh, any other shows you want to plug before we put on Rustin Kelly and uh, kind of play out? Oh man. Um. I'm totally blanking on my calendar right now, so I'm going to say get your ass to the terminal. There you go. Get to the terminal. (laughs) Catch her and Michael Gay. Michael Gay, if you don't know by now, Almighty American is Michael Gay. He is now Michael Gay. I think he made that change like two years ago, so I was probably late on that (laughs) announcement. But, you know, Michael Gay and uh, Claire. up the tail here. Yeah, yeah, you know. (laughs) Why why not? You are are welcome to hang out and play DJ, but you're not obligated to hang out with me. Uh, But here it is. Here is uh, Russ and Kelly with Faceplant. Thanks again.